Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> Let's get this shit. Um, so it's no longer November, but we're still doing hot takes. Oh, shit. I gotta think of one real quick. Um... <laughs> Come on, come on. Uh, Speed uh, run. Uh, uh, Rapid uh, fire. The, 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 the goddamn, uh, um, oh, Jack Black. Not about him. I could do without Jack Black. Fair enough. School of Rock. I didn't see it first of all. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, that was, that's, that's Linklater, right? Huh? That's Linklater, right? Yeah, actually, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. I saw, I mean, I guess another Linklater film like, of his, uh, I mean, you, you talked me into watching Bernie. And I like oh that, I guess. Oh my god, what a great movie. But like, I don't know. Otherwise... Yeah. He was just perfect for the character in that he movie, was. though. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he was really, absolutely perfect. Because really he can a, really sing, too. Yeah, he can. He is a good yeah. singer. Tenacious I like, D. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to deny that men's can be talented. Or a man is talented and can have some good performances. That said... Not your favorite. Not my favorite. And if anything, he almost actively ruins some things that he, he's in. I I guess I can understand where you're coming from, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, that my mom feels the same way about Jim Carrey. She just hates him. She, like, really doesn't like him. Yeah. Even though we can all be like, okay, obviously, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is, True. like, wonderful, and he's great in it. It's so good. Yeah. Um. All right. Welcome back to the Untitled Emma and Diego Project. We're back. <laughs> back again. We're, we're back again. It's... It's December now. It is. Um. It's still hot in Texas. Of course. <laughs> it's always hot in Texas. Come on. Um, but it is December. We won't let the, the unfortunate heat. weather and the heat get us bogged down. We're going to start celebrating Christmas. We're still in the Christmas spirit. It's Christmas month, the whole month. So, and not a day before. <laughs> now, this is a pet peeve of mine. Maybe another hot, hot take? take. Maybe another hot take. I don't it. know. Um, I just really hate it when as soon as Halloween is over, everyone starts celebrating Christmas because uh-huh. I'm just like, no, no, no. Like Thanksgiving comes first. Thanksgiving is a colonizer holiday. And Emma. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> to me, it's just a family holiday. It's about the food. It's about the vibes. It's about hanging with my family. No, it's yeah, nice. Same. I just be eating. It's cozy. I be eating. I be eating. I be eating good. <laughs> I'm fit. I'm fat. I'm fat eating. You know, fat and happy. And um, I just really think that you don't need more than one month like one entire month to celebrate a, a holiday like that it's overkill it's overkill if you start before that in my opinion anyway we're talking about christmas movies today yay <laughs> <laughs> we, so i think we're gonna like talk about just some of like our favorite christmas movies and kind of divide them up into like different categories, different categories. And stuff like that. i yeah. guess like sub genres you know so um we were talking before before we started recording and we were saying like it seems like christmas movies definitely generally fall into the category of like children's and uh family movies yeah for sure much more than like i guess halloween is the only other like big holiday that has like movies you know yeah yeah but, like valentine's day i guess valentine's day yeah. yeah but either way still i i think like yeah christmas i guess it's just the wholesome nature of christmas you know yeah Halloween's, and, it, and it's you know. like the biggest holiday so there's so much yeah so much surrounding it well the biggest holiday in like I guess like our in Western culture. In I don't Western know. culture, yeah. So, um, let's start with kids' movies. Um, all right. What's the first kids' movie that comes to mind when you think of Christmas movies? So, um, I already mentioned this in the Halloween podcast, but I did watch The Nightmare Before Christmas for both Halloween and Christmas for a couple of years straight. Mm-hmm. That's a Christmas movie. Fair enough. Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. Um, becomes Santa. <laughs> Oh my god! Spoilers. Whenever, whenever he like goes to the Christmas land and is like, 
what's this? What's this? There's something in it. And like, I don't know. That shit like cracks me up every time. Just like, what's this? What's this? And everything. Um, I don't know what happened in your public school, but in our public school, our public elementary school, we had Polar Express Day. Oh, yeah. We had, we, we had, every year. That was the fucking highlight of the year. It was the fucking <laughs> it was, bomb. It was pajama day. So like it was like the last day before winter break. Yeah. So like everyone, all the kids would be coming to school in their PJs. In PJs. We'd have like a Christmas party. We'd have like hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. They, yeah. They'd, they'd come. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. This whole thing. It's Just such how much a vibe. Of a ritual it was. It I was really so miss fun. it. Me too. I, I've not been happy since. Too much? No, not too much. I totally agree. I'm like, I will never know. I will never know that no, feeling yeah, again. Like, like, you know? like, kind of like unironically. It's like just so pure. You I'm know? like feeling very wistful right now. Yeah, like, uh, can we stop recording? I'm like, sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I need to cry. Um, I, I, I should call her. <laughs> but those were like definitely the best vibes of the entire school year. Yeah. In- Was that only our school? That definitely was not only in our school. I've talked to other people who did that, too. I don't know if it's Texas, though, or, like, across the country. I don't know, but I don't know what our, like, obsession with the Polar Express was. Because there is that whole thing where everyone's like, "Eh," you know, that movie kind of gives off the Uncanny Valley vibe where, like, like, they kind of look kind of creepy. Like, the Tom Hanks character is fucking creepy, kind of. And, oh, my God, the part with the, like, puppet the train with like all the puppets and marionettes and shit. Oh, Oh my God, fucking spooky, dude. But, um, you know, it was fun. Uh, it wasn't really a i mean we all like the hot chocolate scene right of course hot hot yeah hot chocolate. we got it whatever <laughs> the fuck it is nothing but vibes uh i also would mention <laughs> okay you don't you don't like this movie <laughs> the the grinch who stole christmas the 2000 like live action version with, with, with jim carrey with jim carrey aforementioned um what a vibe like i i like that one it's so kooky and like silly and also just the idea of like them creating in the real world a dr seuss world like yeah it's pretty i mean cool. like i uh, it's one of those things like i appreciate it but it was not my thing as a child it scared cool. the shit out of me yeah um same thing with shrek not gonna lie <laughs> like i still don't think i've like watched shrek all the way through to this day like not in, that's so upsetting but because i missed the cutoff because like when i was little when i was little all right listen when i was little i was like scared and grossed out by it. it's like dude this guy's like gross and like lives in like mud okay that's here's, disgusting. here's the thing though and then once i got older i was like well now i'd have no reason not to see it at this point i don't know you're right and, and here's the thing i think that shrek is one of those children's movies that was made with an adult audience in mind too and that's why you should watch it now because it's still gonna be fucking hilarious okay. there's so many like dirty jokes and things that like people think you don't get them as a kid and then you keep watching it as you get older and at some point you're like there's made like a dick joke like (laughs) like like shrek says at some point about lord farquaad like you think he's compensating for something like isn't it like isn't farquaad's name meant to sound like fuckwad oh shit i i've never like i didn't know that but like that's that checks out also this is so random i'm going off on a tangent but I know we've probably talked about this before. The fact that Chris Farley was supposed to voice Shrek. Did we talk about this before? Okay, if we haven't, I, Chris Farley was supposed to voice Shrek, but then he died. Oh. As you know, uh, he died of a drug overdose. And, you know, he's like a big guy in comedy back in the mm. day, right? Um, you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> Chris Farley did like Tommy Boy. He was in like those kind of movies. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, he was supposed to be the voice of Shrek, but then he died. And uh, Mike Myers came and 
that is he is literally the only reason that shrek has a scottish accent mike myers added that it would be a different fucking movie if mike myers hadn't been and like i there's i don't know you can probably look it up on youtube there's like recordings of like some tests of like chris farley doing some dialogue and it's like man it's just not the same it really? wouldn't have been as much of a hit i think damn without the scottish accent the aspects like, to the character <laughs> the, the, the now iconic scottish accent yeah huh. um Okay, so, oh, this is also just kind of cool. If we're going back to the Grinch who stole Christmas, I'm a film major, as you know. (laughs) And um, for a Business of Hollywood class that I took, I had to interview an industry professional. So I interviewed this prop master named Emily Ferry, and she actually did the props for the Grinch movie. She talked about, like, getting to invent things for it, because there's this part Mm. where the little girl has this, like, it's like a music box kind of thing with a little spitting ballerina and stuff, and she, like... I don't know. She had a hand in like making that. I just think it's cool. That's a cool job. Wasn't she like one of like the first like women like in that yes. like field too? So um, just why she's a baddie. So I don't know if I, I can't remember if I already said her name is Emily Ferry. She back in the 70s was like the first woman in the union. Oh, for, the first. She was like the first woman in the union for, okay. for prop masters because it Damn. was a little boys club mm. and they actively tried to gatekeep it and not let her in. Uh, but she girl bossed her way in there. And and now she's winning, dude. She she did props for like Grace and Frankie, the movie like Memoirs of a Geisha, a lot oh. of stuff, and, and then also of course the yeah. Grinch. So um, that's cool. Uh, what else we got? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you can speak to that one. I the, that's one of those movies where like, and this will be a recurring theme for me for a lot of these is that like I'm sure I've seen like a lot of these movies at some point, but I just have no recollection of actually like sitting down and like. Watching them. Could I tell you the plot? Could I tell you the plot? No. no. Like I don't know what the fuck the Charlie Brown thing is about, but I, I'm like. Me neither. <laughs> I'm like I, I know I've seen it at some point, yeah, though, but I don't know what the hell happened. It, it's one of those things that's kind of like on in the background. Yeah, you know? and I think that's like we'll get to some more of these, but that's a lot of these for like for, for me, especially some of the ones that I even like still really like. You mm-hmm. know, and I consider like some especially of my favorites. if you watch them every year. It's like you don't need to sit there and yeah. pay attention every year. The one exception, though, I guess there is an exception to that, and of like ones that. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, no, that's yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're we're on the same page here. Um, the only other thing I have written down is the Muppet oh. Christmas Carol. Hell yeah, that's the best that's version of the Christmas Carol. I'll fight that. Or what? I'll I don't de- know if I have an that. opinion about what the best version of the that animated one that came out when we were in like middle school was kind of ugly. I like didn't it's creepy. like it. I yeah, think it, it, it's like I don't know. It's a bit too like. Dark. I mean, I guess it is dark, you know. Yeah, like the, the story, story itself is actually kind of dark. And like, I remember watching it because we read Tr- Dickens like A Christmas Carol when I was in middle school. Like when I was in seventh grade, we uh, read it in my English class. I didn't have to read that. Yeah, and then we like watched it. <laughs> and I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing to me? <laughs> For real. Um, I don't know. I mean, like the. I guess there is like obviously like a, a certain like sadness to that story and the whole thing yeah, is supposed he's to be a like lonely old man right he's a lonely bitter. old man and then like the like you know he if he doesn't change his ways then like this fucking kid's gonna die you know yeah and so i guess you know and he'll die and he'll die a and no one will man, care about him and no know? one will give a shit yeah, yeah. so i mean I, there's that like it's dickens so there's always that underlying like existential dread you know um but i don't know i also think that like there's also like other ways that that has been adapted even like some like stage performances that i've mm-hmm. seen that like just like mm-hmm. whatever like theater um the alley theater in houston mm-hmm. shout out shout out <laughs> um, I've, I've only seen one thing there but 
It's a cool place. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, I want to go back. Does, okay. Does the Muppet Christmas Carol, am I thinking of the right one? It has like a part of it that's like, it's a wonderful life. Or is that a different one? I don't know. Because there's a, there's like a Muppet kind of. A Muppet It's a Wonderful Life. Play on It's a Wonderful Life where Kermit's like, I wish I knew <laughs> And then like. How is that? And then everyone like forgets he exists. Like I remember like really specifically him like going to try to talk to Miss Piggy and she's like, who the fuck are you? Like. I don't recall. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well. A Muppet It's a Wonderful Life. That's the next one they should do. <laughs> exactly. So going off of It's a Wonderful Life, we can get into Christmas classics. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, this is definitely the movie. That was the exception yeah. to the to the rule that I was you just... You sit there and you watch you and watch, you cry. Absolutely. Every you, year. <laughs> every year. Every fucking year. <laughs> like, without fail. Like, me and my family would just be sitting there and then we just know, it's like, all right, this movie's starting in about 120 minutes. I'm going to be, like, you know, trying to, like, shield my eyes. I'm going to be destroyed. <laughs> I'm going to be, like, yeah. absolutely moored. <laughs> um... I love that movie. It's so beautiful. It's it's, it's so beautiful. It's I love one of Jimmy my Stewart. favorites. Not just Christmas movies, but like movies in movies general. Movies in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such like oh, it's yeah. so good. Um I'm trying to remember like what kind of movies did Frank Capra make before? Because he he was making movies and then he went off to the war uh-huh. and he came back and he made it to Wonderful Life. He did well, Definitely did, you can see like a shift in his perspective. Didn't he do with um, that one? Mr. Smith goes to Washington, or am I misremembering? Yes. Okay. Uh, was that before or after? He also did that like documentary about the war, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I didn't know that he was in the war. Interesting. Born in Italy and raised in Los Angeles from the age of five, his rags to riches story has led film historians such as some fucking guy to consider him the American dream personified. Soon after graduating college, Capra was commissioned in the army as a second lieutenant. Yeah, 39. Smith goes to Washington. So that was after, right? If we're talking about World War One. Yeah. Oh, but World I, War Two. I was going to say, I, I thought you were talking about World War II. Yeah, because It's a Wonderful Life was 46, so that's yeah. post-World War Two. Yeah. Oh, he also did Arsenic and Old Lace. That's a good movie. I haven't seen it. Um, it's got Cary Grant. It's like, that one's fun. That one's fun. Um, I would recommend that one. Right. Anyway, It's a Wonderful Life. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> like it's but it's really beautiful. Like it, it's it makes you really sad at the same time that it makes you like really happy to be alive and really grateful for what you have. Like even it, if it's not much. Literally like I'll, I'll be I'll be like pretty composed even when I like every every year when I watch it, I'm like, all right, this one I'm gonna be is gonna do it. I'm gonna be fine. And then they'll start singing like old Lang Syne and I'm like, all right. Ah all right. Ah uh, there it is. <laughs> the only annoying part of it, honestly, is probably the little his daughter and Every tiny bell ring. What do you mean? That's the best the part. Me. It's just like you, like uh, uh, uh. no, not you. Listen, <laughs> no. I think it's just like the kid's voice and like how in old movies all the kid little kids have this like annoying like <laughs> little kid voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like any tiny bell you get your wings. You know. Leave her alone. <laughs> Shant. What's the stupid kid's name, Zuzu? Zuzu or some shit. Some shit like that. <laughs> this, I'm like, leave him alone. I'm like, what's a stupid kid's what's name? What's your fucking name? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. What's your stupid fucking name? <laughs> yeah. What do you, you call it again? Ah, jeez. You again? Ugh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a story of a man who, like... Zuzu's pedals. Zuzu's pedals. <laughs> it's a story of a man who, like, questions 
his worth or something kind of like he it's, it's like that he like gives he gives himself. and he gives and he gives yeah and at the cost of him like giving at up the cost like of his, his dreams his dreams yeah yeah to give back to his family and his community yeah um it's it's just beautiful it's i so love good. jimmy stewart can't say it enough i just love jimmy stewart is he the same person in like every movie he's ever in yeah yeah <laughs> and what about it i love it i love it like it uh he was just perfect in that movie he's so good man I- I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching that this year me too <laughs> like literally every year when this comes this time comes around i'm like oh yes it's wonderful it's gonna come up time for my family that, cry then like, we watch that like i want to say like christmas eve like every year i forget the date but like we still. usually do and then christmas day is full of a christmas story yeah, I was going to say, like, A Christmas Story is always either Christ- uh, Christmas Eve or, or Christmas Day. Christmas, so, like, I was telling I was telling you earlier that um, I think A Christmas Story is probably the movie that I've seen, like, the most in my life just by, like, incidents. Because, like, it, That's funny. it just, like, it, so it, it airs on, like, TBS or something like that, um, like, 24 hours on, on repeat on a christmas day every year without fail so we'll just have that on as like background noise constant loop (laughs) like it'll be like our equivalent of like a yule log something something i love about that movie is how how just like kind of ugly 70s it is actually is it 70s or 80s 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 it's kind of ugly yeah like it's not (laughs) cute it's like but but it's set in like the 30s right or the 40s maybe 40s um I don't know. It's interesting. It's just from the perspective of a kid. Yeah, some stupid kid. Some stupid fucking kid. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll shoot your eye out. But that's a class. That's like an absolute classic, huh? Obliterated. <laughs> Obliterated. <laughs> um, that's a classic. I always thought that. Was the- it? Wait, no, it's pulverized. Was it when like his glasses do break? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Apparently. Fake fan. Fake fans all seen around. Seen this movie most times in I've my life. I've seen this movie a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> and I, like, can't even, I can't even name one line. Um, I always like, oh my God. It's something that I took from it when I was a kid was the, I triple dog dare you oh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was the first t- place that I heard that the, that phrase. <laughs> and I definitely used it. <laughs> that movie kind of scared me when I was younger. Just cause, like, <laughs> the villain bully guy is fucking creepy. Yeah, He's he gross. Was. Yeah, and then when like Ralphie like kicks his ass at one point, kicks his ass, <laughs> <laughs> kicks his ass, Ralphie. Like, it's like the sound design in that movie is like bad too, because like whenever the Ralphie's kids like are screaming, jerk. yeah, whenever the kids are like screaming, it's like kind of ugly, blown out yeah, as fuck, like, ah. and I'm like, and that, I think that's another reason why it like made me uncomfy when I was little, because it's just like. God, these kids need to shut up, dude. They're so loud. The other good joke from that is Fragile. Must be Italian. <laughs> about the lamp, which I have the leg lamp. Oh, yeah. Sitting here in my living room. I'm looking at it right now. We'll uh, we'll include a picture of it in the Instagram. Uh, might include a picture of it on the Instagram account. Perhaps. We'll see. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about a Christmas story? Um, I think that about does it for me. Okay. Um, another classic, I would say, is Miracle on 34th Street. I can't remember what exactly year that came out. I think it was like, I want to say like 30s or 40s. On. Maybe not 30s. So, yeah. Miracle on 34th Street came out in 1947. Okay. It's a really wholesome, wholesome tale of this kind of like 
working woman working in a department store and this it's it's christmas time they have to hire a santa and um this guy starts working there but he kind of like he he thinks that he's actually santa claus like he's like my name is chris kringle and they're all just kind of like you're kind of like they get him like psychologically evaluated because they're like are you okay good dude um like and he's like totally fine it's you know um and he's like a really nice sweet old man and the woman also has this daughter um it's actually like natalie wood when she was a little kid and um she the woman kind of has this thing about like i don't believe in like i don't lie to my i would never lie to my daughter like i no, i don't tell her that santa claus is real he's not real i don't believe in i don't tell my daughter like fairy tales and fake shit like whatever but then by the end of the movie you're kind of like wait I think he might actually be Santa Claus. Like, Let's do Santa Claus for way. real. Anyway, that was just like a really, a really good classic, wholesome family values. Yeah, that's another one movie. of those movies where seen it. I'm sure I, I definitely remember watching it at some point. Couldn't tell you what. Like, well, I guess I could tell you it's now fine. because I, I heard replied, you. I yeah. just recited the plot for you. So <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I could tell you now, but like beforehand, <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tell you anything. I just remembered something about a department store. And then Santa yeah. Claus, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, another classic is Meet Me in St. Louis. Now, Meet Me in St. Louis? What do you say? I'd probably say, I mean, I think I've heard Louis. Yeah. Because it kind of rhymes. Um, Meet Me in St. Louis. It's, uh, the whole movie is not centered around Christmas, but Christmas is a very, like, significant chunk of it. And it's also the movie that the song um have yourself a merry little christmas came from oh shit yeah uh so of course it's starring judy garland and she sings the song actually i just saw a tiktok about this the other day that originally the lyrics to the song were like really sad and depressing and and different than what they are and judy garland was like i refuse to sing this because everyone's going to associate me with like ruining christmas with this sad ass fucking song everyone's gonna want to kill themselves it's like because <laughs> it, it, i think it's like i don't actually remember the lyrics that because the girl like in the video sang the actual version of the song and but it's kind of like have yourself a merry little christmas it, it might be your last oh, like God. whatever it's just like stuff what morbid ass shit like that and so i'm like i'm kind of glad that judy garland was like no thanks no um i don't really want to do that <laughs> but yeah that's a good one i i love that movie it's directed by vincent minnelli who if you don't know like was married to judy garland at one point and he's the father of her her daughter liza minnelli another another famous actress um cabaret here's something kind of yeah cabaret we feel too um <laughs> uh Lucille? In uh, Arrested Development. Oh my god, she is in Arrested Development. <laughs> oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Um, Buster, right? She's like... Isn't she dating Buster or some, at some point? I think so. Ew, cringe. Um, <laughs> but um, here's like, I think, just a funny thing about that movie to me is that like... Um, Vincent Minnelli was a raging homosexual. Despite being Liza Minnelli's father and judy garland's husband and it's like watch me mean st louis this like very extravagant musical and try to tell me that that was me by a straight man like you know <laughs> you should have seen it coming you should have fucking seen it coming so i just think that's funny but yeah love that movie lots of like classic songs um the trolley song unfamiliar why am i like forgetting the word <laughs> in it? you know clang 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 goes the trolley sure whatever <laughs> um i don't even know if that's the right whatever and my last, my last classic is White Christmas. I think it's really funny. But, um, what was it? The other one is called Holiday Inn. It was made in the 40s. And then White Christmas was made in the 50s. And both of them start being Crosby and have the, pretty much exactly the same plot. They just decided to remake it in color. 
<laughs> with like other actors, but also still with Bing Crosby. Why'd they change the name? I don't know. That's just a good to, question. They could just say, I don't know. Maybe the, the whole remake thing wasn't like Yeah, I'm like, since popular. they were remaking it and doing it with different actors and stuff, they were like, I guess it's kind of a different movie, but it like definitely has the exact same plot. Okay. Interesting. Um, that one's just, you know, extravagant Christmas musical with lots of lots of numbers and dance numbers and musical numbers and stuff that just craziness. are fun to watch. Just fun stuff. Um, and really good dancers. Vera Ellen was like a really respected dancer. I would say that it, it, it's, for me, it's kind of hard to watch her because she was someone who very, like, obviously um, struggled with an eating disorder. Mm. And you see her and she's just like painfully small. Mm. She's painfully skinny. Um, but she was a beautiful dancer. And uh, I, I love her. Also, Rosemary Clooney, who I'm struggling to remember how she's actually related to George Clooney right now. I think she's his aunt. Yeah, she's his aunt. Um, she's she's George Clooney's aunt. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. I don't know. Um, there's like the most iconic for me. It's not even the Christmas songs in the movie, but the most iconic song is like this song that so Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen play sisters, and of course they're like the love interests of these two guys, mm. um, and <laughs> they have this like sister act where and they're so they tour like clubs and stuff and like they have this like sisters sisters and then like there's a part where Danny Kay and Bing Crosby like lip sync to it mm. and like do kind of do the whole act but make it like funny and like hee hee we're not girls like whatever i don't know it's just, what's going on here what's going on here <laughs> um anyway that's a great movie i mean <laughs> great movie i don't know it's not like one of my favorites it's like my sister definitely likes it more than i do i definitely consider it a christmas classic but it's mm. like not my absolute favorite because it's it's a cheesy like 50s musical you yeah. know um okay moving on the most obvious classic, modern classic, modern Christmas classic, yeah. comedy is Elf. Absolutely. 100%. Cultural phenomenon, Elf. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost tired of it, actually. I gotta say, last year, I didn't feel like watching it because I've seen it too many times. I've seen it quite a bit, too. I've seen it way too many times. Um, Like, oversaturation in yeah. my brain of that movie. Understandable. Uh, but, you know, I'm ready for it again this year. Nice. But that's one of the ones where it's like my family is like, my dad especially is like, we gotta watch Elf. I'm gonna watch Elf. It's Christmas season, you gotta watch Elf. <laughs> it's not I, I i'm at a point where because i used to think it was one that i needed to watch every year and now i'm like every other year is probably fine because i've seen it so much i watched it admittedly i didn't watch it as much as a kid and then i s don't think i actually even saw it until i was probably like 14 or something like that i don't know really but yeah i was i was like really late to the train and once i watched it i was like oh this is awesome it was great <laughs> in my high school like my freshman year of high school biology class just like whenever it was around christmas time and it was like we're not really doing work it's about we're go about to go on break let's watch a movie and we watched elf and i remember this girl in my class <laughs> complaining that we were watching it because it's not about jesus and christmas is like supposed to be all about jesus and i was like that's a certified Girl, like, that's a certified helotus moment yeah i was like fuck dude that's um, awesome i was like cringe what did she watch and then everybody what? else went i was like yeah what the hell do you watch on christmas yeah. like what? a fucking nativity play like what the hell just, yeah like just like that's a reenactment it? of like the birth of christ whatever. Yeah, I don't that's know. it like, like that's kind of boring it's kind of boring dude. yeah yeah um like even my grandparents are like or my family is like really religious and we're all like Christmas is cool though. I mean, Maybe like, you should try to extract some of the Christian values from the movie like not being an asshole like the dad <laughs> guy, you know? Yeah. It, they try to like have morals in it and no. stuff. I mean, so. that, I think, yeah, I mean, all these are like family movies anyways. So they're going to be like, you know, wholesome and they're stuff. They're going to be wholesome. Right. 
but yeah, I, I thought that was funny. I don't know. That's pretty funny. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about uh, some more, uh, I think a pair of Christmas classics by this point as well. Okay. That are comedies. Okay. Uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. I've actually never seen the second one. Ooh. You haven't seen the second one? I haven't seen the second one. And ev- I know everyone's like, lost that's, in New York, bro. That's the best one. Yeah. That's I've, the best one. I've never seen it's it. It's all the spirit, you know? Everyone's like going Is to like- Is it actually better than the first one? I think so. Wow. Okay. I mean, just because, like, I guess, like, New York and Christmas vibes, you know? I mean, this is true. Like, they same, go, like, same deal in Elf. Yeah. New York and Christmas vibes. Exactly. Got the Rockefeller, Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller, yeah, Rockefeller Center. Exactly. Rockefeller Christmas tree. That's like the big... Like, Trump makes a cameo. He is in there. And, yeah. And Home Alone 2. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah he, he, he was is in, in a lot of shit in the 90s. Yeah. He was just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Home Alone is so funny. It's like... What the fuck happened to Colin McCulloch, though? He, let's not talk about it. Macaulay Culkin. It's Macaulay. Okay, I was like Macaulay Macaulkin. Me just totally switching his. Okay, Macaulkin Macaulay. You knew, you know who I was talking about. Call her Home Alone the way she Macaulay on my Culkin. God damn it! <laughs> we can cut that. No, I don't think we will. No, that's pretty. It's, it was good. I was like, <laughs> anyways. So Home Alone. Um, Home Alone. Yeah, I mean, like the misadventures of a dumbass of, of, kid of some stupid kid and his fucking awful parents. Yeah, they kind of suck. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more forgiving, forgivable in the second one because, like, really? he's like they're like futzing about in the airport, futzing, <laughs> futzing, <yeah. laughs> and they're like trying to get to their like to their plane because they're going to like Miami or some shit for Christmas, um, and. uh Kevin's like, oh, I don't want to go to Miami. It's, it's all warm. it's all hot and stuff there. And and then I don't know. They just drag him along. Obviously, they're not gonna leave your kid behind. Well, like, yeah. not purposely, at least. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm like, cause they do leave their kid behind. But they, you know. the the reason like it, it it gets fucked up is that like they just like get lost like in the airport or something like that. And then he gets like he goes he follows like a different dude that looks like his dad oh. and so he gets on the wrong plane and goes to new york dude, and that was like, like my biggest fear as a kid that's still a big fear it's absolutely my biggest i remember i have like a really specific memory of one time like being in starbucks with my mom and we went over to the you know she got her coffee and then she went over the little counter to like stir her sugars in or whatever and i was just like standing there like eh, like looking around doing yeah. whatever like do 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 and then i like like did the literally did the like yank on her sweater thing like mommy or whatever look up that's not my fucking mom <laughs> and i was like <laughs> Anyway, deep-rooted fear of <laughs> getting separated from my, your, you know, somehow getting kidnapped. I don't know. Do you want to get into this? <laughs> no. Um, that's a story for another time. Okay. I just told it, but just a topic for another time. Um, okay, what else? I have, so like I said, I have two Vince Vaughn movies on here. Funny ass. We got Four Christmases. I think that I like that one better than Fred Claus, but Fred Claus is pretty funny. Fred Claus is pretty funny. It also has a really fire soundtrack. I've seen it. Like once or twice, and again, couldn't tell you what it's about. I know it's like Santa Claus's brother, or something like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's Santa Claus's brother, who's like a fuck up. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's just like a total fuck up and kind of a piece of shit. Uh-huh. And his brother always like defended him anyway, uh, when he definitely shouldn't have because he's an asshole. He's a he, fuck. he was just like mad. He he's just jealous and mad because he was an only child, and then. Santa was born and his parents were like he's perfect he's just our little angel and so like Vince Vaughn's character is just like really mad about it and never got over the resentment 
<laughs> so he's like a grown ass man and he's still like bitter as fuck because he's like not Santa <laughs> you know <laughs> Um, that was pretty funny. Oh, I just realized so earlier. I was like, wait, does that one also have Zoe Deschanel in it? It does not. It has Elizabeth. What's her name? She's Jack's girlfriend on 30 Rock at some point, And she's Effie in The Hunger Games. Elizabeth. I know who you're talking Elizabeth about, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Anyway, she's a little interested in that one. Um, and then also Four Christmases, which I think is arguably like way funnier. And it's uh, him and Reese Witherspoon. And they play this couple who both have divorced parents and they have to go to like each of their parents' like Christmases and it's just absolutely chaotic. And like Reese Witherspoon's character finds out that she doesn't know both of them kind of find out that they don't know everything about each other by like mm-hmm. going to each other's like family Christmases for the first time because they've been together for years but like they literally never go home for their family Christmas they always like go on some like just like tropical vacation together because mm-hmm. they're like fuck our families we don't care mm-hmm. we just want to and they like but the thing is that they always lie to their families and say that they're doing like some kind of like mission trip or like volunteer work some, like, or whatever oh my god we're that. feeding kids in Indonesia or whatever like whatever mm-hmm. they're just like we'll say something and that but this time they get stuck in the airport because all of the flights get delayed because of a giant storm and then they get caught on national television getting interviewed this guy just comes up to me he's like you know what you know trying to ask them like about their flight getting canceled mm-hmm. and they're like our families are gonna see this mm-hmm. and we're like dressed in like hawaiian shirts and like you know like a big straw hat with like with like the like strip of sunblock on the nose and so they end up having to go to their family christmases and it's totally chaotic and they just learn a bunch of things about each other they didn't know Damn. so um that was really funny that sounds hype i want to watch that um you were saying that you think that the muppet scrooge is the best scrooge yes um I don't know if I say this is the best version of Scrooge, but Scrooged from 1988 starring Bill Murray is like kind of quirky, weird version of Scrooge. It's mm. a more modern telling of this like very corporate CEO guy who's just an absolute dickwad, of course. And, um, you know, he has to get put in his place by being visited by the ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's really weird. Uh, I think you would like it, though. I think you should check it out. I fucks with some Bill Murray. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, under comedy, we can get right into um, rom-coms. True. So There's I a think, clear standout here as well. Of course. Love Actually. Right. A cl- I think that's another, like, modern classic. For sure. And definitely, like, watching it. Like, we watched it together last year. There's definitely some things that don't sit well with me now watching it. Like, it came out early 2000s-ish. Yeah. And um, there's some things about it that, like, didn't age well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, say, the representation of Americans and American women in particular when this one character... Fucking January Jones. Yeah, January fucking Jones. Miss <laughs> Miss Betty Draper. Um, this one character, like... Because, you know, if you, if you don't know the premise of Love, actually, it's one of those movies where it's, like, all of these separate characters and storylines, but they're all kind of intertwined somehow. Yeah. And... One of the guys goes to... It's like his goal to like travel to America. He goes... Why, the reason he wants to go is to bang a bunch of American chicks. He goes, gets into a car. is like, take me to a bar. He hops off at the first bar that the guy takes him to. And there's just a bunch of horny American girls that want to fuck him, obviously. Even though obviously. he's not cute. <laughs> he's not cute. But they're like, oh, but you're British. Like, that's so attractive. Uh, <laughs> like, whatever. But... Um, I love that movie anyway. Like, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean... There's love def- Alan Rickman. Bill Nye, dude, is so funny in that movie. <laughs> he's so funny in that movie. He's like, 
some like rocks or like aging rocks yeah, or something like that, right? Yeah, he's like this kind of dated rocker yeah. who like is trying to make a comeback by like releasing a, what is it? Not a parody, but like a redo of a, like one of his classic songs. Uh, or of, of his own as, songs. as a Christmas version. Okay. Right? So yeah. instead of like um, love is all around, it's Christmas is all around. Yeah. And it's pretty bad, but it, I don't know. I just, it's a good, and stacked ass, you know, stacked ass British cast with all of the yeah. the people from the British Isles. Dude, Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson. I always saw, like, that, Hugh like, Grant. <gasps> Hugh Grant has that iconic scene where he's, like, dancing. He's the prime minister in the movie. Oh, right. And that, that iconic scene where he's, like, dancing in the... I don't know, his prime minister house. What the hell is that called? I don't know. Where do they, what is it, what do you call it? Where the prime minister lives? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? It has that Kelly Clarkson song, uh, The Trouble with Love. And that's probably yeah. my favorite Kelly Clarkson song. It's a good really? one. Very R&B vibes. I love it. I love it. So I was going to say that I, I always saw like the like pictures or like gifts of like the Andrew Lincoln character when he's like fall, when he's like in love with the with Kira the Knightley. Signs. Yeah. Yes. And like, I, I and when we watched oh it, God, I was like. Oh my God, Kira Knightley was only 19 in that movie, by the way already perfection yeah she fine. Was, i'm jealous i'm inadequate it's fine she she's just so beautiful dude she is <laughs> like my my parents have this thing where they like they really like to make fun of her they call her fish mouth because she always like has you know you know exactly what i'm talking about I, she I has do. that like mouth posture that she always has where her mouth's just like open yeah yeah you know exactly what i'm talking about he, he just did it he just did it <laughs> he did the thing he did the thing he did the thing <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs> uh, um, yeah, Andrew Lincoln kind of got hoed. <laughs> I mean, not hoed, but like. I mean, he he's like in love with his best friend's girl, though. So it's like, what, did he get hoed? That's true. It's like, what's the best? And they they literally just got married at the start of the movie. Like the start of the movie was like yeah, the movie them starts married. pretty much with them getting married. Yeah, and then I don't know. I guess like the whole point of the thing is that he's like happy, like just like being like having her in his life, anyways. You know. Yeah, getting to be around her anyway. But like, uh, uh, but it's for, it's, that one's like the most bittersweet story. I yeah, think, for sure. Besides the Alan Rickman Emma Thompson one. Yeah. Um, but like at the end of the movie, when they're all like at the airport or whatever, what's the dude's name? I just said his name. Andrew Lincoln. Good lord. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Andrew Lincoln, and then uh, who's a uh, Keira Knightley's like husband? Is it Chiwetel? Oh. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chiwetel Ejiofor. However you pronounce his name. I, I wasn't going to try. Good on you. The bloke. A valiant effort. The bloke. Yeah, that the guy. Bloke. That one. Uh, you know the one. Yeah. They're like greeting at the airport. And I was like, oh, man. Free my boy. <laughs> Free my boy. Yeah. He's just there. He's like, uh, I'm here. And then he gets to like watch the. And, and like, here I am. Yeah. He's like, hey, and I'm here too. <laughs> like, oh. Third wheel in for life. Yeah. yeah. No, for real. I was like, bro. Oof. Ouch. Can we also talk about, I saw this on TikTok too. Did you send that to me? I don't know. The thing about how it's like kind of also like weird that it has this 9-11 message, even though I'm like, I think it makes sense because- 9-11. It, yeah. It starts in an airport with Hugh Grant's like voiceover about like, oh, I love like looking at people in the airport and like all you see is love. It's people, it's right. friendship or like mom and daughter or like couples or like- whoever mm-hmm. and everyone's greeting each other with love and like excitement and stuff and like i don't think any of the calls on that plane that day were messages of hate you know he, he has this whole like it's part of his monologue oh yeah 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 and i think that i mean like i was like i guess i get what you're saying like you're kind of like oh, that kind of like sets the vibe off a little bit like yeah. kind of harshes the vibe a little bit yeah. um <laughs> but i think it's also like it's you know i mean it was like that's why it's a modern classic because it's it, it's relevant yeah it's, to today. It, was, it was i mean 
is it, I guess I don't want to say topical because that like kind of diminishes like but it, how but it, it big was, 9-11 was you know but I mean, like yeah so like, it, it, it is though it's like it, it, they were saying like you know despite the really horrible thing that happened yeah there's still love right in the world yeah yeah very 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 pure it is I, it's a good movie and you know despite the things I mentioned where I was like oh, there's some things that you look back and you're like that aged kind of poorly um, yeah it's still good. It's a classic. What's his face? Who who made it? Um, um, the dude that makes I'm all I'm trying those. to remember his name and I can't. The guy who also did like About Time. Four Weddings. Four Weddings and a Funeral. <laughs> classic. Um, all of the good British rom-coms. Yeah. So, um, okay. My other rom-com that I have written down is called The Holiday. <laughs> it's got Diego's favorite actor, Jack Black, in it. <laughs> um, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, and Kate Winslet. Basically, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz are both kind of like in in having just like a shit time shit go of it and um they both for the holiday season decide to it's kind of like airbnb but they like find a person and like swap houses Mm. so kate winslet's like i want to go to la and she lives in cameron diaz is like really cool like hollywood mansion for a bit and meets jack black and falls in love and then Cameron Diaz is like, I want to get away from everything ever. And she gets to go live in this like quaint little English cottage and gets to meet Kate Winslet's really hot brother, Jude Law. Gorgeous man. And it's really funny. Like that one's a really good, funny rom-com. So chickity check it. Well, maybe not if you don't like Jack Black, but he's a good in that movie. I don't know. I mean, he's not a huge character in that movie either. So maybe he wouldn't bother you too much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like Jack Black's not the worst. He's not. So I like. I, what, I get what you're saying about yeah, him though, because yeah, yeah. he it can be a bit more, a bit much, isn't it? He's like, he's quite a bit much. Yeah. If I do say so. That's okay. That's, That's all right. Jinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think like also then on the strain of like rom com, comedy, family, all that kind of vibe, gets me to one of my other favorites, which is called The Family Stone. I don't feel like it gets enough credit. Like people have seen it, but I just feel like not enough people have heard of it and seen it. I, I hadn't heard of it until you told me about it. It's, just like right before. But basically, the family stone is all about a family. Who to thunk? Um, do tell. <laughs> it's it's all about like this family's like grown kids coming home for the holidays. Uh, it's got Diane Keaton as the mother, and Craig T. Nelson as the father. And I'm like, here you'll recognize him if I show you a picture. Okay. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. And it's you've got like Dylan Mc, oh, not Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney. Um, is bringing for the first time to meet the whole family his girlfriend Sarah Jessica Parker and they all like hate her she's annoying they're like ugh uh, you've got Rachel McAdams this is like the catty like bitchy college girl sister <laughs> um, who else I see him like I would say this name but I feel like I don't know if anyone knows who Elizabeth Reeser is the only thing I remember her from other than this is <laughs> Grey's Anatomy so mm-hmm. I, I don't know but yeah and then you have like the deaf brother the deaf gay brother which is like i don't know i I like it i like like all of the elements and all of the different characters in the story oh you also have luke wilson as this kind of like loserish but like really funny chill brother Mm. um and there's definitely like this contention in the family because oh they don't like the girlfriend and whatever but also that dermot i was like i keep like forgetting dermot mulroney is um, wanting to propose to Sarah Jessica Parker's character and the mm. f- whole family hates her and so I think the reason it's called the family stone I think their last name might also be stone it was like a double thing yeah. but um, is that he it's is like, supposed to get the a ring passed down to him to propose with but the mother is like 
I don't, I don't want to, I don't, Nar. not for her. Like, <laughs> I don't want her to have my ring. Um, but that was really good. I think you should watch it. I, I think you would really appreciate it. But, um, other than that, we have these things that are like, so what exactly counts as a Christmas movie? Because we have these ones that are like very obviously Christmas movies. Right. And then there are things that it's like if it just includes Christmas happening in it. Or if it happens like around Around Christmas, that, you know? like is it a Christmas movie? So I think Meet Me in St. Louis can kind of count as that because it's like the whole movie isn't Christmas, but like there's a very important Christmas part. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have things like Die Hard, which I think is very... I, I'm like definitely consider it a Christmas movie. Watch it every year for mm. Christmas. I think I think that's a pretty like common opinion as well. Yeah, that, like that's just like a alternative Christmas movie. You know, like everyone's like watching all these family stuff, but then you're watching yeah. just fucking stupid violence and stuff like that. You know, I think like, like a stupid action movie like that. Exactly, Not stupid, but, like, exactly. You know. I love. Okay, once again, Alan Rickman as Hans. Yeah. Uh, King. Hans Gruber. Yeah, Hans Gruber. I think honestly, if I'm being real with you, that is Alan Rickman at his most attractive. He was hot in that movie. Hot German villain guy. I love like the side character of the limo driver mm. who like drives Bruce Willis's character to the building. Um because <laughs> he's like he just ends up like chilling in the garage the whole time, like not even knowing that a crisis is going on and listening to music. And, it's, and then it has like one of the best Christmas songs that exist in my opinion, which is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. It's like a Christmas rap. Oh shit. It's so good. <laughs> it was December twenty like it's so good. It was so good. I love that song and I love that scene where he's just like vibing in the limo listening to that. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, not gonna lie, in a minute. I think I saw it when I was probably like, I don't know, like 12 or 13 or something like that again. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was like, all right, you seen this? I was like, no, I'm, I'm 13. I only watch movies that like you show me or something like that. And so he was yeah. like, all right, let's watch it. I was like, cool. Cool. Enjoyed it though. Yeah. I, I, I think that's movies like a really fun watch. It's good. Um, I don't even like action movies that much, but I think that's, that's one of the good ones. Don't bother watching any oh, of yeah. the other Die Hard movies, by the way, though. Oh, like yeah. just don't bother with them. Like I think, I think it like Die Hard is pretty like commonly regarded as like one of the best like action movies of all time. Just yeah. straight up, straight straight up, straight up. Um, what, what's another one that we can like kind of like morph into a Christmas movie? I think we're talking about When Harry Met Sally, right? Yeah, I would I would mention When Harry Met Sally. I I think I would consider it one of my favorite things to watch in just in fall uh-huh. holiday time in yeah. general. But yeah, I'm like Christmas and New Year's are like parts of that a, a part of that movie because you see these characters over several years yeah. and you see them go through the holidays a couple of times. Yeah. Um so like I I think you could consider that one a Christmas movie if you like. If you like, yeah. Um, but you can also watch that movie any time of the year and it's oh yeah incredible it's still so. like perfection yeah. no matter what <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your take on it it's like it's like the perfect rom-com i personally think it is it's, a, it's a great fucking movie i'll drop an agree on it i think it's like nora a, efron knew what the fuck she was doing so true uh also rob reiner my king so i don't know why i called him my king like <laughs> you know he's, he's all right <laughs> he's all right but like <laughs> I, I don't know that that did. movie is just great yeah it's just like i don't know that's one of the movies that i'm just always like putting on if i'm like i don't know it's just a damn classic and it's super quotable like i, I, I don't know you made a woman meow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she meowed uh yeah i'm like what else <laughs> The diner scene, classic. The diner scene, classic. I've got a the- I've got a theory about the the hieroglyphs. They're they're actually just an ancient comic about a <laughs> about a character named Sphinxy. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, Billy Crystal and Meg-, Meg Ryan just killed it in that movie. Um, they're so good. 
So good. I would like to partake of your pecan pie. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Uh, to repeat after me. Uh, okay, wait. Here's something really fucking funny. Total side note. Total fucking side note. Go for it. <sighs> so, have you ever seen... There's this really weird video where Bing Crosby and David Bowie recorded like these Christmas songs together. One of them is singing like Little Drummer Boy and the other one is singing a different song. I can't remember what it is. And it's like really weird vibes if you go watch it. Like it's it's just a weird thing. And then there's a parody of it. Oh no. I think it's John C. Riley and and uh Will Farrell, I can't, I, I think. Mm. And they're like I'm I'm being fucking Crosby. I'm David fucking Bowie. Like they're because they like they kind of they totally get exactly why the other one was weird. It's like there's kind of this weird like pissing match happening in that video or something. Like anyway, so that is so fucking funny. Check it the fuck out. It's so funny. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about wraps up like all the all the movies that at least we wanted to cover for this uh, Christmas episode. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Comment. Drop a drop a comment. Oh yeah, let us go ahead and plug our oh. aforementioned brand new Instagram account. Yes, uh, already forgot the at. <laughs> already forgot the at because we were we, like, wow, we really we, chose a very like <laughs> an unmarketable name. Yeah, <laughs> for this podcast, um, love that for us. We would, wouldn't we? Um, let me go find it. It's I think it's Emma and Diego. Podcast. I think yeah, I think it's Emma. Emma at, Diego. Emma Diego podcast at. Emma Diego podcast on Instagram. No, no periods or underscores, just all one word. At Emma Diego podcast on Instagram. There you go. We'll we'll probably be including I don't know maybe like just stills from like movies that we might yes, mention supplemental or materials. Just a bit of supplemental materials for our and you know just whatever. Oh hey, we post a new episode. Yeah. yeah. Promotion and stuff. Picture what? of the lamp. Picture of the lamp. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, hope, uh, you're, hope you're in the Christmas spirit and um, have a happy holidays. Yeah, peace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>